welcome to Gravel Bits, a place to chat and have a few sips. Today is July 25th, 2022. Thanks for listening. I'm Caitlin, and my pronouns are she, her, and hers. And I'm Kelsey, and my pronouns are also she, her, and hers. And today, we're mixing it up a bit. We're breaking away from the alphabet. Although I guess technically there are alphabet letters in this. There are. We're just not going in order right now. (laughs) Um, So of the, during the month of July, or at least the first 30 days, um, my husband and I are doing a whole 30. So there is no drinking, but these are two um, whole 30 approved hop beverages. And so I thought it would be fun to mix it up and share something different with everybody. And Kelsey's agreed to to jump on for the night. <laughs> Absolutely. Because sometimes, you know, it's just worth figuring out, trying something new. Thank you very much for, for mixing it up with me. You know, sometimes there are times where you want to feel like you're drinking too, and you don't really want to be. So I'm hoping that this could be one of those beverages to fill in. Hoplard. I'm going to try to get a hold of some of they have like beers, like NA, they're not even NA beers because they're, they're a hop tea, but they're like a hop brew oh, that really hop- tastes like a beer, but I couldn't get a hold of my favorite one. So I, I was like, I'll wait until I could get it. Cause sometimes they have it. Sometimes they don't depends on the store. But what we are trying today is hop lark is the brand and we're trying their sparkling hop tea. So the first one we are trying today is the calm one, which is a hop tea made with chamomile I almost said made with twice because of the circumstances made with made with <laughs> it does so at least an explanation of one of my awkward pauses I've got lots hmm. it's kind of fuzzy I do like the fuzziness to it it's very light I do like the 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 feeling kind of throws me off a little bit the feeling and the chamomile tea taste like in my head they're not supposed to go together (laughs) like my mind is being confused okay is this a beer is this a tea a little bit that's that's not so bad of the flavors i've tried i think this one has more of a tea forward taste and i like it but i do think that's interesting um and something else i meant to mention is a lot of these have caffeine but this one does not that would make sense if they're using a tea format where they could get the caffeine from so it could almost be like a energy drink substitute too, if that's that's something you're looking oh, for. Oh, that's not a bad to. idea. Um, I like them. I like this one. This one definitely is more tea forward than I think what the other one will be. It's very but smooth. These, yeah, I like it. I do too. It's good. This, this is mellow in a good way. I'd say this one is definitely like less aggressive on the hops compared to what the second one. It has me very excited for the other one. <laughs> Which I'm not saying this is a bad one biting in, but this one is definitely more chill. I feel, I feel like, you know, mm-hmm. especially with it being chamomile, the calm one, very fitting, very light. Yeah, like, cool. Yeah. So that's our first one. Woohoo. Um, and I did put in the notes, uh, the link to their website. Um, I promise they're more reasonably priced to the stores though. Cause I even looked at doing, they have like a subscribe option. Um, and it's like, like six bucks a tea or something. But if you actually go to the store, it's like two to two fifty. <laughs> wow. That's Which is, you would think if you've subscribed, then it'd be cheaper, but yeah, I, I, I don't know if they're new too. I, I'm new to them, but I was looking at who it's uh, brewed by. It's brewed by 
Hoplar Copsy. So they have a brewery and tap room in Boulder. So Kelsey, now that we have our beverages, how are you? Good. I'm much cooler these days than I was last week, which is nice. I just got home from a trip to Tulsa for my side job, which was super awesome and a really good time. Uh, Unfortunately, well, fortunately and unfortunately. So it was, you know, 100 degree plus every day I was there outside, but I was inside for all of it. So, so did you like need a sweatshirt today to go outside? Practically 80 degrees. This is rough. 80 degrees was so glorious. (laughs) Oh, it was so nice. I did wear pants today. That's totally fair. Yeah. And so I got home yesterday. Cole left for Ragrai a couple days ago. He left on Saturday, I think. So this is the first time in four years, I think, that I have had the house to myself alone for more than two days. It's kind of crazy. It's got to be interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't have a lot to do right now because I'm just going to essentially unpack and repack for Ragrai. But hey, it's going to be a great week. Nice. I hate to kind of change the subject, but I don't think I'm changing the subject. Um, any like packing tips for Ragbri? Oh just, goodness! Like you don't have to go too crazy, but just like if you have a few from your years of Ragbri, you're like you see this all the time, or I don't know. Pack your stuff in plastic bags. So, like my team, for instance, we have we get two duffel bags a person on the bus. Okay, and. Those bags are probably going under the seats in our bus, but at some point they're going to be on the ground. And whether it's the morning dew or it actually rains, your stuff's going to get wet. Okay. So even inside your duffel bag, you have every day's clothes. Put them in a, a you know gallon Ziploc bag for that day. Here's your set of shorts, your sports bra, your shirt. You're set to go. So Thanks. that's like number one. You're always going to need less than you actually bring with you it would be number two so you will overpack (laughs) it's good to go through and like call the herd a little bit as you get ready to go those are my big ones like general um but all the things sunscreen uh tylenol um any other medications you make sure you have all that handy on you and definitely, nice. definitely, you know, definitely um, water bottles. <laughs> definitely, definitely water bottles. So, yeah, those would be my three quick rack ride packing tips. <gasps> nice job. Right on the spot and everything. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's right on the top of my mind. I, it's what I've got to go do later. So for ever since I left Tulsa, I've been thinking through my head, okay, what am I going to pack with me? And since I'm, you know, not going the full week and it's looking like it's going to be pretty wonderful, I'm going to take a very limited amount of stuff with me and I should be good. Cole actually rode out to Ragrai and took a change of clothes. Just one? One change of clothes. <laughs> so he's got a change of clothes and his hammock to sleep in and his bivy sack to sleep in and seems to be going okay. That's awesome. Except the first night, there was a giant storm and he got wet. Oh, that would not be. Nor were the um, partiers that partied from 2.30 until sunrise. (laughs) (laughs) 
but such is brag right? <laughs> sort of that's not true of every place every name i want that to be known <laughs> <laughs> nice oh and one more thing since it's been a little bit because i really wanted to mention this mm-hmm. i took my niece camping on her first camping trip ever Aww. and she's so I didn't know it was excited her first. yeah it was her first time camping ever and she had so much fun so it was my niece myself and my mom so we had our three generations of women camping together and it was cool she got to play in the pool and help set up the tent and helped cook dinner and you know play with the lightning bugs and helped build the fire and now she's saying when can we do it again Aww. so we're gonna do it again i love it that's awesome you're you're such a fun aunt I try. I don't <laughs> see her enough, so I try to be good when I can. It's hard. We're, everyone's busy. Mm-hmm. But it seems to me like you're pretty involved with your family, so I don't think... Oh, thank you. <laughs> so what's new with you? Um, Let's see. Um, Start with something funnish. I think. Uh, so I'm not quite sure how to phrase this, but I made an undergarments bag. So I think that's what I'm going to go with. I think it's and a I, good one. Good okay. way to call it. Um, and I don't know. It's probably, maybe it's a unique pad- problem. I don't know. But I, for years, have come into work straight from the gym and shower to work. And I always just throw everything, like, on the hanger loop. So, like, you know, my underwear and all my other things, they're just kind of there. And I kind of just dart in and I hope for the best. And that doesn't always go so well. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, people know that people have things underneath their clothes, but I thought, why not make a bag that I can just put over the hanger loops with my stuff in it. And so I made one and I love it. And it's, it's simple, but I think I am going to attempt to make like a free Ravelry pattern. Oh, that'd be Um, sweet. Yeah. I think I'm going to do a little more research on size sizing. Um, so that can be a little more inclusive. Cause like I was thinking, uh, we have different under- undergarment preferences and different sizes of bodies. And then I was also thinking even like my husband, he might need a spot for like his socks if he's going into work. And so he might just mean like a little, little teeny bag for his socks. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. So um, just something I kind of played with and I had so much fun. I knitted it in a weekend, which it's rare I finish a project in a weekend. So I thought that was kind of, um, yeah, so more to come. And if anyone likes the idea and has any feedback from what I'm saying, let me know. And I would love to hear it. So that's a kind of a fun thing. Um, I think I have been talking about this probably quite a bit, but I've been biking to work more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm about a month into it, learning a lot and I really like it. Good. Um, I have to say I'm a little jealous. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's, it's, it's just a distance thing. You know, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, five miles is a lot different than like 20 plus or whatever you're at away. (laughs) So that's that's fair. (laughs) But I'm sorry. Um, It is fun. I'm I'm learning. I am learning Kelsey's uh, rag bike tip two, I believe, to try to pack lighter. Yes. I don't know. Before I knew what the word was, I thought there were saddlebags. Like they're bags that go on the back of your bike on the sides. I guess you can have front and rears, premiers, but they're side bags. We'll go with yes. that. They're side bags. Yes. Um, but riding horses, saddlebags. So that's just some people call them. Work. Some people call them saddlebags too. Sometimes 
depends pretty interchangeable but yeah mine are giant and I still fill them up (laughs) and then I'll even come to work one day with a little light and then I'll come home with them full and I'm like there are some things that I could probably figure out here carry all the things (laughs) I like to be prepared well and And I like my like having some preparedness versus not having all the things I don't know and then like my backups have backups. I have like two outfits just at work now. I probably don't need two backup outfits. Why not? Yeah. And then I'm going to be looking for a shirt and being like, where's my shirt? And then it's like, oh, so yeah. Um, so I probably will keep talking about that because I, I don't know. I, I'm learning a lot. Um, but I, I, yeah, more to come on what I'm learning because I'm still learning before I feel confident on giving helpful tips other than pack less. <laughs> Well, and you have a rack on your fat bike, right? Yes. So you could commute this winter. I am hoping. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I I would really like to. There's a friend of mine who does that. And I don't know. I'm going to try. It's intimidating. But it was also intimidating me for me to leave work or leave leave the house in the dark in my bike. And I did it. And it was just fine. And, I, and you're yeah. fine doing it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Lastly, if if I'm not talking too much. Um, so my confidence has kind of like plummeted in my biking, not necessarily in my road biking. Road biking has been good. Um, but I had a night where I fell twice and I didn't really think much of it, but then the next time I was out, I was almost like too defensive and I fell again at a place I've never fallen in before. Hmm. And so I've just been like, I'm still going and having fun and still kind of trying everything um, or going through it with a foot down or whatever. But yeah, I really zapped it. Hmm. Like, I don't know. It's just been interesting. So that's kind of something I'm like working through and trying to figure out. And I'm still going and having a lot of fun, but I know I'm way slower than I have been. Like even in some of the, like the straightaways, I've just been like, eh, just pedaling. You know, sometimes it happens sometimes like it's perfectly okay and reasonable you know even the little what we might consider to be like a little fall is still a fall and still you know worries you and thinks okay maybe I'm gonna do that again next time it does creep in it's it's completely normal and like no injury like I don't well I may have had like a small scrape not even like a skin knee or anything like nothing like I don't know but I just, I don't know. I kind of scared myself. So it'll come back. The best part is you're still out there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it stinks. So I feel like I was like on such a roll and now like I was starting to get a little braver in the turns and I'm like, nope, breaking. <laughs> <laughs> but see, then you'll, you'll gain back that confidence and then even stronger. <laughs> one of the, one of the many takeaways from my last week was that the sign of a good person or a strong person in my field of work is the recovery and how when you're forced with some kind of um, tough situation and things may not go so well, how you recover is going to show the sign of your strength. I think that can be said here too. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And that's kind of been my mantra for the last week. (laughs) Because I had one of those days that was really bad. And I came back the next two days and was even better than I was. Nice. Well, well, good job on you too. Thank you. It was hard. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You have anything else? That's it. Okay. Should we move into some of our announcements? 
Absolutely. We still have our year-long fiber challenge going. Woohoo! And we're moving right along. Lots of entries are still coming. Nice job, everyone. Yes. There are a lot of people that are using a lot more yarn than I am. And that's awesome. In fact, on our leaderboard, Shannon is sitting in first place still. Although Emery is coming in close second place. Um, So let's see, Shannon, you're at negative 16,770 yards. Yeah, that's impressive. And I know they're working on another blanket. So it's lots, lots of action coming out of their stash. And then Emery is not far behind at a negative 14,657. And then Linda Collins is sitting in third with a negative 6,810. Good job, everybody. So that is pretty awesome. And with that, we are doing a drawing today. Yay! So this is our second quarter drawing. So everything, let's see, after our last episode to today, it's up for an entry. We had, did I say, 62 entries? This is for the first half of the year, right? basically yes yes. this is for the first half of the year we had 58 entries and that is awesome most of those were coming from our submission form so that's sweet and then we used random number generator to draw a random number and that number is 48 number 48 is emery so shall we have them get in contact with us or vice versa i can't remember what we did yes please yes so message us um I have three skeins of yarn for you to choose from for your prize. So I have two Tough Love Sock um, by Sweet Georgia. And one is, and I'll say, I'll put an Instagram out. Um, but they're between a variegated, like they're like a. That is a pretty You could blue. almost use it as color work too, because it's, the color is close enough. Um, but the first one's kind of like a purpley blue on a whitish gray kind of base and then the second one is i'd say a magenta e pink those are both very very pretty i love them i got these in seattle so they've they've traveled so i thought that would be really cool and then the last one is a little more local to us is new garden yarns uh this is her perennial yarn base um which is uh merino and this one is more variegated so we've got kind of like a copperish brown a tealy blue um lime green lime green and gray super fun and if you do check her website out she's got tons of projects um with this yarn so it gives you all sorts of ideas so you can pick one i'll have to go check out her page because i may find a way to steal that from you (laughs) i will probably buy more if someone chooses that one it's uh so emory and also shannon because you are winning um oh you yes, both get yes. to pick one uh yeah so so oh. yay but i'll try to put an instagram picture out um anything else we have on the submission challenge or the fiber challenge just remember that it's still open you're still eligible to start right now even if you haven't participated yet we have had some people jump in not too long ago so it's nice to see some new people absolutely you can find more about it on our website or on Instagram or I think even on Ravelry. And you can use the hashtag, hashtag, uh, hashtag Gravel Knit Stash. Yes. I'd love to see some more projects on there. 
Absolutely. And if Instagram's not your thing, send it to us however you'd like. You can send it to our email or, or something like that, and we'll count that. <clears throat> and it doesn't have to be. Your Instagram posts do not have to be the finished objects. It can be as you're working on stuff. Good point. Yes. We love all the pictures. All the um, so moving forward, um, kind of two, two things to talk about tonight. I was very fortunate to have someone to reach out to me. Um, I had made a comment somewhere in the 20s. And I can't find it. If anyone finds it, please let me know. Um, but I was not aware um, that using the phrase spirit animal is actually offensive. Um, and I do have a link that the the person that had reached out told us about. They were really, um, really kind in, in their submission, like in their email to us. And I really exactly. appreciate being told. And I'm so sorry. Like I listened through 10 episodes and I can't find it. I will probably go back through again as I have time. Um, but there's a great article about spirit animals and um, American Indian culture and respecting that. So I did want to say I'm so sorry. And thank you for informing me because I did not know. So now I can do do better forward and hopefully this helps everyone else. And I've got another one. <laughs> uh, so in our last episode, I think that emotions were pretty high and we were trying to be as respectful as we can, but there was sometimes where we referenced women instead of people and not everyone identifies as a woman that has a uterus and that rights are affected by Roe versus Wade. So I'm also sorry about that. We didn't intend to exclude anyone. No, absolutely not. We mean this for sure is that we might no means meant to exclude anybody by using women in that fact. And we will try to do better as we can going forward. Excellent. Thank you for bringing it to our attention though. We really appreciate it. Thank you. We don't, we can't get better unless you tell us. So thank you very much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, it's so an interesting transition to, uh, I wanted to let everyone know in our Patreon that I am sending out a thank you for July. Yay! Um, so Kelsey found this really cool article about how to make stitch marker markers. Ugh. So we made stitch markers and mm -hmm. they are going to go out to everybody. So kind of a Christmas in July, but yeah. you'll be getting it probably in August. Yep. But today is July 25th. It's true. So, I mean, so we're celebrating as Christmas in July. So from us yeah. to you, you'll get it in August. And, and it was like two months in the making of us getting this done, but we got it done. was. Well, we bought this stuff forever ago. We never had a chance. And who will do it? So I think that does it for announcements. We do have a podcast shout out as we, we love podcasts. <laughs> I had 14 hours of car time to listen to podcasts. And I listened to a bunch of different ones, including this one. Excellent. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. It's the two yous by yeah. Marsha and Kelly says the two use fiber adventures. They are quite cool. They are super fun. They are spinners and knitters, crocheters and weavers. I think even some cross-stitching, embroidery. They do all the things. They do. And they're super wonderful to listen to. They are old college friends and are still friends now and put on a wonderful show and they're spirit is just electric sometimes i'm like glued to their episodes and sometimes i like catch myself like i have a giant smile on my face because they're just making <laughs> me like kind of giggle inside they're one of the few where i've listened to the backlog more than once just because they're like good to listen to 
Mm -hmm. They're great storytelling storytellers. I would yes. say it's they've got a running joke about how long it takes you know to actually get to the knitting talk. <laughs> and I think the same could be said for us some days. But. Yeah, I think we can relate to that. We're, <laughs> I don't know what time we started, but we aren't there yet. <laughs> <laughs> so two thumbs up. I highly recommend them. Uh, me too. Now to the knitting. Now to the knitting. Kelsey, what you working on? Okay, I'm going to talk about something that isn't even needles. I'm going to talk about spinning first. Excellent. Because the Tour de Fleece is going on right now. Well, actually, sort of. The regular men's Tour de France finished yesterday. And so that is over. But the women's version started today. And they ride through the end of the month, uh, beginning of August, I believe. So officially on the Ravelry pages for the Tour de Fleece, I believe it's still going. But with that, I have been spinning a bunch more than normal, which is nice because I kind of let it go a little bit. I, we spent a number of hours working on the water heater. And when I wasn't, you know, being immediately needed, I was working on my drop spindle that I hadn't touched in about a year. <laughs> cool. And made some significant process, progress on it. I wish I could tell you what the fiber was on my drop spindle, but I don't remember. But I, I have to say, it's been fun to get that out again. Kind of forgotten how much I enjoyed the drop spindle once I finally figured it out. And it's nice that it was portable and quiet at the same time. And then I pulled out my mini spindle and it's only like, maybe it's a micro spindle. It's about two and a half, three inches tall. So cute. And I'm doing a little bit of spinning of some alpaca on it. Caitlin got to see this one the other day when we got together. It's so cute. It's so fuzzy. <laughs> I love it. It's so nice. It's a 3D printed Turkish spindle. Um, and I love it. It's so cute and adorable. And it's, I wish I was spinning something woolier that would be easier to take on the go this week. But the, the fuzzy alpaca is just so fuzzy. <laughs> And it sheds a lot. <laughs> but so I've made some decent progress on that as well. And I have a project on my wheel right now that has just some um, merino in four different colors, like electric colors of highlighter. Um, but it's like a gray and highlighter yellow, purple, and blue. And that I am on the second bobbin and I'm going to do a two ply for it. Cool. And they are just going to run one next to the other. So it'll be um, an ounce of merino at whatever it ends up being. So I may end up with about 85, 90 yards, maybe a hundred, depending on how it turned out. Nice what little weight? merino. Do you think? Um, I'm hoping for a fingering weight. Cool. Mm -hmm. It should be like light fingering to sport weight somewhere in there I think closer to the fingering so that is my current spinning I needed a new drive band and I did end up ordering one I completely my wheel was starting to be pretty loud and I finally cleaned it and waxed it and um it made it all nice and happy and it's much quieter and it has a new drive band so that's a very happy wheel 
Yay. Yeah. And I'll probably finish that second bobbin up on that tonight. Let it rest and apply that tomorrow. All right. On to the knitting. And this one is going to, I'll talk about this one first since it's in timeout. Uh oh. Actually, no, we'll talk about that one in um, hangovers. Okay, okay. So, scratch that. We'll talk about that in hangovers. We'll go on to the next one. My pebbles sweater. I am almost done. I have about 10 more rows to go on the second sleeve. Okay. Which the sleeves turned out to be really cool. They've got um, a little bit of color work that makes it look like stones on a castle or, you know, like the top um, guard parts of the castle. What do they call mm-hmm. those? Because there's a name for them. Oh, that's a good question. I guess whenever I think castle, I just think that shape. So I've never thought of what right. shape is. But there is a, there's a name for it. Not necessarily a shape, but the guard part of it. If anyone knows, feel free to share. Anyway, I'm almost done. Um, one thing I had an issue with was the color on the chart. And this is my test knit for color, color weight knits. I had an issue with the chart colors and which caused me to make some mistakes and use the wrong colors and had to rip back a number of times. And I have suggested to the designer and maybe they use, you know, something with a little bit more contrast. So I had it printed out in black and white. And the two colors looked, <laughs> that, that didn't, that wasn't real great. Oh, back to the spinning for a moment. I had misplaced my bobbins for my electric eel nano. Oh, so no. my little spinning, my electric spinning machine that I've barely used. And because I was missing the bobbins and I finally found them. I've filled a first bobbin with some natural colored merino in like a brown and then uh i've started on a second one so yeah. all kinds of spinning yeah all right i've got a pair of socks on the needles right now and they're kind of fun i don't have them in front of me so i can't show you yeah but i am working on the pattern called the Sakatoa socks oh yeah Sarah okay. jordan i'm using the colorway um I'm using an inclusive pride colorway by Be Kind Yarns. Always Be Kind Yarns. And it's looking so cool. I love the striping sequence and it's working really well. I did make a mistake on the socks in that I needed to start the heel sooner than I thought. Um, The Sakatoa socks are a primarily a heel pattern um, about how all the it's a very geometry of heel pattern. <laughs> she also has the, can, um, what is it? Congruent parts, CPCTC socks. The congruent parts of congruent triangles are congruent. And one other one that are all math related. And so I just figured I'd give this one a try as well. And eventually, so I had, I had gotten through the foot, done the heel turn, realized the heel is too far. So the foot was too long. And then had realized that the leg with the color work I was putting into it was too tight all before I tried on the sock. Oh. So it's currently sitting in timeout and waiting for me to want to rip it back and make it work. Because I was trying to decide if I wanted to just go ahead and finish the sock and it'd be for somebody else 
or if I wanted to make it for me. And at this point, I'm at least going to rip it back and make it so it would fit my foot if I wanted it for me. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I'm at. Especially with that colorway, I would want. Oh, I know. I think I'll have enough to do like two pair of socks with it. Because especially yeah. it came with a mini for like toes and heels. Perfect. So is how would you rate this hangover? That hangover is maybe like a Tylenol. Okay. Only because it made me think about what I wanted to do. It was more than just to rip it out and just do it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would say Tylenol. Completely doable. And then I'm going to talk about one more. And I'm very, very, very excited about this one. It is a pattern that I have wanted to make for a very long time. And for a long time, it um, intimidated me. Like I had no idea that I could do it. And I was reading somebody's um, blog post about it from a number of years ago. And they were talking about it and how they did it and how long it took them. It's like, well, if this person can do it, I think I can do it. Yay. Because at this point, you can. I would say my knitting skills are at the same point. So it, I am making the Hito Fude cardigan by Hiroko Fukatsu. It is an all over lace cardigan with a unique construction. As you know, I like my unique constructions. Yeah. And yeah, I'm I'm so excited. I finally cast on last week, right before I left for Tulsa. So I would have a good new project to work on. And I have made some significant progress. Yes. Wow. You have. I am nine repeats into the top section, the first section which I think for my size, I'm doing 13. And by the way, the colors showing up on the screen are true. That's fun. I am using um, the base Bounce by Fiber Nymph Dye Works. And I found she had a half skein pack available in rainbow colors, like these kind of muted rainbow colors that are. That's what those are. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So I'm into the orange section now, and this will be coming right up at the bottom of the sleeve. I am hoping that when I do the three needle bind off, I'll still be in the orange. Then the orange will continue into the body. Okay. Um, yeah, I am. It's got a eight row cable repeat or a lace chart with a 12 stitch repeat that is very easy to memorize. And you just kind of go, go, go for a while. I managed to get nice. gauge on a US 2. I think that's a, I'm not sure. What is that in a millimeters, Caitlin? Oh, and there was also, so in addition to the blog post I was reading, there is a, another person in one of the chat rooms I'm in who is also doing a Hito food day. But they're doing it out of a uh, linen blend I believe so I'm really excited to see what theirs ends up looking like as well that's fun and it's like you have a, your own little knit along exactly um a US2 is 2.75 mil okay there we go so that is what I got gauge on I believe I'm knitting a medium and I should have just enough yarn 
to do the whole thing. And it calls for the size I'm doing, it calls for 980 meters or 980 yards rather. I have technically a thousand yards. <laughs> Fortunately, and I haven't weighed these yet necessarily, but Lisa's um, uh, skeins typically tend to run on the heavier side. So there might be a few extra grams, a few extra yards in there as well. Good. Yeah, I'm hopeful that I'll have like just enough and I'll end up in the purple perfectly by the bottom. I love it. So yeah, very, very, very excited about this. So cross my fingers, I'll have enough yards. <laughs> so this is kind of like your unicorn project? Yes, cool. this is exactly my unicorn project. Mm-hmm. Not sure how much I'm going to end up getting done this week, but lately my goal has been to average two lace repeats a day. I'm pretty good then. Uh, yeah, I'm like right on target. I think that wraps it up for my cool. So where to begin on Caitlin? Um, I've actually touched a lot of projects. Um, this weekend there was a day where I started counting because I remember Kelsey had a day where she said she had touched six projects in a day. So I was like, I wonder if I could do it. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if I made it or not. I have to refigure it out. It was either five or six, but um. So yeah, so I've, I've actually kind of touched a lot of things. Um, I've got my dishcloths on both my bikes. I've touched both of those. Um, so I've got the links in there. One is one is kind of neat, the colorway I really like. It's it's lily and sugar and cream, but it's called Rick Rack Ombre. And I'd say it's like a green-based ombre. And it has a Kelly green, kind of this like muddy brown, like almost like a gray brown. Okay. Um, and like a muted lime color and then this like super light sky blue. Oh, it works. It works really well. It's kind of neat. Um, so I've been enjoying like watching that, how it pools. Cause I'm doing the, the traditional dishcloth. So it's got like the, on the bias. So okay, like it's, it's kind of like constantly corner, changing. Okay. I just, I enjoy watching that. And that's, it's kind of perfect. We've been biking to like a lot of different playgrounds and things. And I like Riker's getting older, so he doesn't need like as much help. So I'll just knit on it and follow them around at the playground and I don't have to think and I get to knit and watch colors. So it's fun. Um, So I'm working on a few of those. Um, So I have one with that colorway and then I'm also working on my Planned Parenthood donation ones. And I've got a few different versions of those. Those I am knitting in Lion Brands Re-Up. So I'm holding it double because it's a thinner yarn and I want to make it like a good hearty washcloth. And I'm doing half pink and half blue and then the base color on so far most of them has been black in between but I'm also doing one with white that's cool so I'm, I'm just I love dishcloths they make me happy <laughs> um, I had touched on this but I have been working on my undergarments bags I am I think I have, I have three I finished one but I have two on the needles right now and each time I've kind of changed something I've added a few stitches to better fit my needs on size. And I've played with the ribbing a little bit and I think I have it where I want it because I want a little bit of stretch. Um, My first one, I had like ribbing on both sides and that ended up meaning like it doesn't lay flat against my clothes Uh, on the hangers. Yeah. But now I have the ribbing on one side and I have, I think it ends up being five on the ribbing part. So that's kind of where I'm at with that and my exploring to see what I like best on that. and I have knit that out of a few different things. I I was holding double with line brand re-up 
and Knit Picks Dishy. They have like a marled yarn. Mm-hmm. And so it's been fun to do the marled yarn with held double with Lion Brand because <laughs> the <laughs> colors have been similar so that it, it, it has been kind of pretty because I've kind of struggled with uh, the Knit Picks, their marled yarn. Like it, I don't really like the way it looks in garter. So okay. it's been cool to put it in stockinette. And I just love marling. So why not marl a marled yarn? <laughs> <laughs> all the marling. Sounds like me. <laughs> marl all the things. And then I have a bunch of yarn like picked out too. And I can't decide which colors I want to start next. But I feel like even though these other ones are like practice ones, they're good enough for me. So I'm going to finish those and then and then make some more changes on what I'm thinking. Um, so yeah, that's kind of fun. Um, so one project that I'm so excited about is my garter squish. I'm going to be talking about this for a while. It (laughs) is huge and amazing. And I'm only on my fourth color. (laughs) (laughs) You say it's about three feet long now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's, that sounds about right. And I'm mostly holding it triple with worsted weight um but i have a bunch of random acrylic yarn of all different weights and i'm having so much fun i've talked about it a little bit but i have i have some updates on it um so my original plan was just the rainbow and then i was like why not like i have almost all the colors to do the whole new pride flag like pride rainbow i'm sorry pride's probably the wrong word inclusive rainbow and so i finished knitting on it at like midnight or something on Friday night. And I was like, I should go to bed. And so I promptly went downstairs. <laughs> and got more yarn. Exactly got more as yarn. you should. <laughs> <laughs> and Kelsey gave me yarn too. So that that gave me the pink because I did not have like a good pink. So now I have a pink. Oh, and, good. Um, you have a variegated blue that's going to work really perfect in the light blue section. I like that blue too. It's going to be awesome. It's really pretty. <laughs> You're so welcome. And I grabbed a bunch of bags and a bunch of yarn and I sorted it out by color. And it's like in bags and boxes in order on one of our love seats now of my, my colors. And so I have about the same amount for each color, which it doesn't, I'm not so worried about it being perfectly even, but I don't want to end up with like a little teeny strip or something. (laughs) I want it to, to be defined colors. And then everything else I put in my original storage container. So I'm going to marl everything with those, those colors that I have set aside. And now it's an order and I don't have to worry about like, oh shoot, is this the light blue I'm going to use for the light blue section? Or is this light blue that I can use here? Cause I'm kind of playing with marling in that too. Cause that's why <laughs> marl all the things I like to marl. <laughs> and it's, it's so different on garter, but in this, this context, I'm really loving it. It like, really I really like cool, that. Because you kind of have a rainbow within a rainbow at points. Yes. Yes. There's rainbows hidden in it. <laughs> and one thing I am going to have to do is I had some red and I didn't think, I thought it was too different, but now I have put all sorts of stuff in this, this thing. So it's not definitely not too different. So I'm actually going to probably pick up my cast on and knit the other way and oh. not care that it's going to be backwards. And put more red on the other end. It won't be that easy. Like it won't be a big noticeable difference. Sweet. Yeah. I'm like, it, the, I, I imagine there might be a bit of a seam, but 
but in, at a, least in a with, scrappy blanket in a scrappy blanket and garter stitch it's not gonna be super noticeable good sweet you might have but a I, section that might be a little bit tighter than the rest but okay i'll have to keep that in mind when i'm picking those up mm-hmm. cool in like six months when I get there. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it'll be coming you know at some point it'll be getting cooler and you'll be inside more but it takes me a half an hour to get through a row <laughs> so you only have about 500 more rows to go okay perfect so and it would be really great to get it done this year I'm gonna have to I don't even know what type of scale I'm gonna be able to wait on but I am curious to kind of know what's all in it <laughs> yeah you're gonna need a like a... I'll probably have to like weigh myself on my scale and then hold it and weigh again yeah and like that's gonna be as close as I'm probably gonna get Yes, I think that's what you're going to have to do. It's been fun, though. It's been interesting to mix colors where I wouldn't normally mix them, but I'm like, I'm going to do it anyways and see what it does and learn. You're playing by your rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's that's probably my big exciting project. Um, I have worked on Kelsey's Megalith socks. Yay! I have turned the heel and I'm working on the gusset decrease. They're uh, so cool. Like it, teeny hangover there is I set it down while I was doing the very bottom section of the heel and so when I like I picked the stitches back up and I was like freaking out because that's like where you like in it to the gap and slips oh, and gotcha. go back to talking I'm like shoot did I like if I don't pick up the right number I'm gonna have like a weird heel <laughs> but but it did work correctly so I think I think I picked up okay <laughs> good so I'm not sure where, where the category is that hangover because I, I got lucky. Um, those those little needles are really, I, I think, almost easier to grab the stitches, even if I don't grab all the plies. Like, oh, yeah. It's e- easy to get a hold of it. Nice and pointy and easy to get into. But a hangover of some. Maybe um, some I coffee. have touched. Yeah, coffee. I like it. Um, I have been working on Frog and Toad. I finished, like, the body of Frog in... I the eye part is not hard, but I just wasn't. I am kind of. I'm kind of gonna put the eyes off till last. I think and do both sets of eyes at the same time. And then I like bounced forward. I was like, well, maybe I'll work on the swimsuit. And it had um, a provisional cast on, and I didn't have a crochet needle with me, and I didn't really want to do it without it. Mm. So yeah, that kind of paused me too. Um, so quick, quick shout out again from Stranded by the Sea um, that I'm using that. Oh, kit. yes, yes. Because <laughs> that's it's where you awesome. got mine too. Yeah. I'm glad you like it. I'm so glad we're doing it. I am too. I, I, it's I a have... very long knit along for us. <laughs> <laughs> one of the smallest things we've ever done. And it's one of our smallest, like longest going knit alongs. <laughs> I have one more arm to go on, Frog. Nice. So maybe... Maybe next, you know, maybe in August, I'll get frog finished. I don't even know if I'll be with the eyes. Back. I, I, when I am enjoying it, I'm enjoying it. Um, well, when I'm I say finished, t- I'm, I'm not going to get the eyes done. I'm going to do toad before I do the eyes. So. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, I haven't talked about this one in a while. And it's kind of funny because I've named it when I cast it on. Um, so I have been working on my outline tank by Jesse May. Um, this is my birthday, which is May 2021 <laughs> cast on. Yay! Yeah, so that's that's been on the needles for a little bit. <laughs> but you got a chance to work on it finally. Yeah, 
and it is coming along. I need to take a picture of where I'm at because I think the last picture I was only a few rows past the ribbing. Now you just need to make Brian drive you around some more. True. Yes, because it is my project in Brian's car. I think that's me. I guess I kind of jumped ahead with hangovers for a moment, but that's all right. That's right. I feel like it's that kind of episode with the hangovers. Yeah. Alrighty, hopping into what's on tap. I only have one thing and I can't even tell you the final yardage on it, but I Oh, that's so pretty. Yarn. It's so happy. That's what I thought. I really wanted a happy spin and it's got pink and orange and green and sky blue and a nice earthy brown. I did a traditional three ply. And it's about uh, heavy fingering to sport weight. Cool. And I think I ended up with about 200-ish yards, maybe would be my guess. I ended up- Yes. I'm hoping to do like a small little cowl for a friend of mine. Because I really want to start working on this like soon. Um, A friend of mine's going through a hard time and I really want to make her something. And I feel like this would be nice and happy for her. Okay. But it, I couldn't, I can't even tell you the yarn. I believe it's a Polworth silk blend. And yeah, I have all the colors lined up one after the other. I just, like I said, I still need to calculate the final yardage on it. But it's nice and fun. It was my first like real three ply. Cool. And it turned out pretty good. So that's, that's my foes. I, I, I can't lovely. even tell you the colorway name. I can tell you it's the fiber is from Three Waters Farm, though. Okay. How about you? Um, let's see. Okay, so I finished my second Planned Parenthood dishcloth, which I actually finished while I was getting my tattoo, and it was really funny because oh, I like cool. wanted I wanted to cast another one on. <laughs> so like the tattoo artist was getting ready, and I was like, "Hey, you need scissors?" He's like, "Yeah, here, thanks." Um. So that was funny. I like I saw the sew in the ends, but I did that one out. So were home. you able to knit while you were getting your tattoo? I was. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Which is gonna definitely change things for me going forward. That's a much better way than just like laying there. <laughs> <laughs> you at least get to do something then. Yeah, it's nice. It's a nice like meditative distraction to at least some of those more painful spots. So. Yeah. So that on a, that's on fun. a weird aside when, when you got that tattoo, like how, what kind of position did they have you in when it was being done? Were you, um, I was on a, uh, like chiropractor table and I was just okay. laying face down gotcha. and they had these like fun pillows. So I was propped up on the pillows knitting nice. on my elbows. Yeah. Yeah. That's good to know though, because when I started working on my leg sleeve, I was really wondering like what to wear and like how much of me would be just like visible to the world. Right. <laughs> um, but at least the places I've been, I've been really good about figuring all that out. Um, I also finished another dishcloth. This was on my road bike. Um, the colorway was crown jewels ombre by Lily sugar and cream. And while I followed the normal traditional grandma dishcloth style, I just did a slip st- stitch on both sides, um, which makes the math funky, but I didn't care. And yeah, it was fun. Finished it. Um, the colorway is fun too. It is like a purple and like a turquoisey green and white. Yeah. That and one was very probably end. my favorite that you've done recently. Oh, thank 
you. Yay. Uh, I actually ran out of yarn at the very end and I thought that this colorway was the same and it's not. So there's just a little bit of like lighter green and lighter purple and blue at the end. (laughs) (laughs) And that colorway is fruit punch. It is very cute. And then I finished some socks. Oh yeah, you did. Yay. So these have been on the needles for a while just because I didn't really have like a home. So I wasn't, there weren't at a place where I just pick up a knit on them. And I finally had given them a home, which was our bedroom. So whenever I'm like hanging out with Riker and stuff, I was working on them. And I, these were by Dana Ray Makes, who just came up with a, came out with another thick sock pattern. So I'm probably going to knit those. But I held it double with Knit Picks Chroma Fingering and West Yorkshire Spinners. Uh, the intention was to hold it double with the same color. So do, if you do check these out, do look at like her pattern. So, you know, the intention, cause my, mm-hmm. my product is very different, but I love them <laughs> and yeah, it's been fun, but I finished them and they're super cozy and they fit really well. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. I'm definitely more like, I'm, I feel more comfortable going toe up and these were cuffed down and I'm really impressed on how, what, how well hey, it Go you. congratulations trying to get a little bit past that comfort zone I guess it's good to step out of the outside the box every once in a while yeah they're they're super fun so I finished those pretty excited about it can't wait to do another thick pair of socks I love thick socks (laughs) (laughs) see I'll definitely be you know doing her new one (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh so that's me very cool all right all right beverage two woohoo so this is also Hoplark. This is the really hoppy one, which is a black tea hop tea. Excited. I want to know how hoppy this is going to be. Hmm. I like it. Hey, I'd say it's still still light in the feeling and like the body. Mm-hmm. I feel like this one is less tea forward and more hop forward. There's definitely a good amount of, I think it's black tea. Mm-hmm. but there's there. a lot of good hoppiness to it don't go expecting like an ipa like super in your face sloppy hop but if you're trying to scratch the itch this might dull the pain a little <laughs> if that makes sense oh it does to me now that i'm 25 days in tune that's awesome thank you it's been it's been good are you feeling good like mm-hmm. everything's going good you're feeling good yeah, and we weren't supposed to weigh ourselves, but we did. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. And that I feel is. like I'm constantly eating, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, you know, to get all everything you need, sometimes that's how you do it. Yeah, I'm like right. So I think that brings us to stash. It does. I kind of already mentioned the first one I okay. had, and it was my um, rainbow half skein set from fiber nymph so absolutely gorgeous and like they all have this like gray undertone to all the colors that'll keep it pretty cohesive and it's not a super bright rainbow but there are pops of it which make it pretty cool so it's a pretty tonal and it's awesome and i love it i also since i'm working on a blanket in fiber nymph i picked up a half game set in the river rocks Yay. colorway oh i want that sock the self-striping sock she was oh so pretty it's so pretty it is so pretty 
And it's got the colors sand, deep purple, spruce, plain vanilla, deep mauve, and graphite. So I can't wait to put those into my blanket. Which sadly, I've been meaning to give some attention to, and I keep getting distracted. There's just so many fun things to make. There are. So. It's so pretty. Yes. Both of those. Both sets. And they're both on balance. So her regular fingering weight sock base. And it's a joy to work with. I'll have to see if she has me. She might. She may. Yeah. That's what I have. Do you have anything? Yes and no. Um, I do. um, I do not have any knitting stash. But. Do you have have a bike bike enhancements? I have a couple too. (laughs) Nice. Um, I bought better pedals for my fat bike. So I was um, nice. just biking with the regular pedals that came with it. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't tell you the brand, but they just, they have the studs in it. So they, my feet stick a little better. And Are I they love it. like race face chesters or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> um, but they do definitely make a difference. I feel more secure with them. Um, definitely could scrape a leg on them though. If I like slip and miss. Yep. Stuff. Yep, you can definitely do that. I know from experience. <laughs> but I like the security that I feel while they're on. And I didn't realize how much I moved my feet. On yeah, my- it's, it's really nice to be able to move your feet. The combination of the mountain bike shoes I have with the pedals I have that are similar. You got to actually work to move your feet sometimes. I like it. It's cool. So if you're looking for, for something to enhance your biking, that might be something you like. Nice. I have two biking adjacent enhancements. Love it. While 90% of the year, I will not ride my bike with a speaker on. I don't really care for that. I just, when I'm out for like racing ride or training ride, I just ride and often just listen to my own thoughts in my head. But for rag ride, I tend to make an exception and have music playing. So I got a new little speaker. Nice. It's a JBL Clip 3, so it'll just clip onto the back of my bike and have music playing. And it's got 10 hours of playtime and it's waterproof. Yeah, I'm excited about the waterproof fact because my last one died in the rain. Oh, no. Yep. So I figured I'd get a new one. And then, so this afternoon I was at the bike store picking up some new um, chain lube. I saw this super pretty water bottle holder. And that is you. It's kind of hard to tell the color. It's pink, yeah. right? Yeah, it's it's like a darker pink, like a dark watermelon. Cool. And yeah, I'm excited to put it on my bike. <laughs> Yay. You know, sometimes random stuff from the bike shop comes home with you. Well, it should sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it just said come home. All right, fine. So that's that's my exciting bike stuff. Yay. Let's see here. Hangovers. I kind of feel like I covered mine before. I have I have one that I didn't talk about earlier. And Let's hear it. this one is I have yet to determine if it's a true horrible absolute puking hangover or if it's just a really bad like all day on the couch kind of hangover. Oh no. Um, I sh- think I showed it to you, but I was working on the staple linen top by Hohi Locatelli. Turns out I was reading the wrong 
numbers. So I made a smaller size than I thought I was making. Shoot. Yep. It turns out that it it mostly fits okay on the top, but the bottom is, you know, about five inches too short and fairly tight. I think if I were to add those five inches, I could deal with the negative ease. But at the same time, I don't really, I'm not a big fan of negative ease either. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I'm almost contemplating ripping out the whole thing and starting over with the right numbers. I think I would in the long run be happier. Yeah, that's hard though. I know, but I think it's going to be okay. I don't know. Maybe I'll just frog the whole thing together, all together. But it is what it is. And I tried something and I'm at the point where I don't want to just knit something and not have it be what I want it to be. Yeah. So... I'm okay with it. And that yarn is... I know. It's the Lanello by Ling Yarns, I believe. And it is a fun yarn to work with. I don't know. It's in timeout. I'll let it sit for a little bit and let it think about its, think about its life choices. <laughs> what it wants to be when it grows up. Yeah. Oof. Yep. So that's, that's that. It's okay. Cheers to being okay Cheers. with frogging. <laughs> Oh, moving light right along. We are going to do well, we've uh, a round of FMK, which, you know, you may be familiar with this. We have done this before mm-hmm. where we have some options about, you know, what our preference would preferences would be. And Caitlin discovered that it's been about a year since the last time that we did one of these. Yeah. So it's very fitting. And we have a few different things so we'll just start at the top all right all right um i'll go with my first one and it is about beers our choices are going to be between a rattler a sour or fruited ale oh i thought those were just yours <laughs> what do you mean just mine like those were your like that was your one night stand and your mary and your kill oh no nope Nope, nope. I have to pick between these. Okay. Uh huh. Yep. Am I going first or are you going first? You get to go first on this one. Oh boy. Okay. Um, mm, that's hard. Um, I'll go one night stand or the F with the fruited ale. I will marry sours and I will kill rattlers. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be a little bit different. It was not uh, easy to choose. I, I think I'm going to go on this way because it's the odd one out all right my one night stand would be with a fruited ale Uh, they're good sometimes I feel like they're just missing that zing or something okay actually no it oh I I said the wrong thing I'm going to kill fruited ale because I you know they're good they're you know out of the three though not the one I want to spend all the time with I would one night stand with a Rattler only because there are starting to be more and more Rattlers that aren't as sweet. Confluence has one called Light and Squeezy, Mm -hmm. which is a lemon raspberry Rattler. And it is my favorite thing ever. But that's because it borders (laughs) on the line of sour, (laughs) which is why I would wed a sour. Give me a good sour any day. Okay. My next one is on bikes and see. Um, okay. Three types of bikes, be a mountain bike, fat bike, or gravel bike. 
I would marry my fat bike because I love it so much and it can do all the things. Um, I'm going to do a one night stand with my gravel bike, even though I ride it the most and I'm going to kill the mountain bike. I'm going to love the extremes. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, oh man, the killing one is going to be the harder part for me. That's why I went like best of both worlds. Like I have both ends. <laughs> because I could easily say, oh, well, we're just going to do it. I'm going to marry my gravel bike because I'm going to do the most things on my gravel bike. Mm-hmm. I will one night stand my fat bike. And this is hard. The fat mm-hmm. bike and the mountain bike, like that fat bike ha- can go a lot more places and do a, a lot of the same things that the mountain bike can. But you can also go like, I'll probably use it more. So yes, my fat bike can be my mistress. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, but I'm going to have to kill one. I'll kill the mountain bike solely because I've only gone mountain biking three times this year. <laughs> <laughs> so when I first saw this, like I thought I had to like pick them. So I was like, okay, am I going to kill like a unicycle or like a recumbent bike? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which I don't know anything about recumbent, so it's probably not fair. But that's what I was going for. And I'm like, okay. And then like, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Maybe next time that'll have to just leave those open-ended. I like the choices though. It makes makes you like really have to like, would you rather it? Right. Instead. All right. Um, so then here's my next one. Okay. And I want to change one of them actually, if you don't mind, because this will fall in the same sort of category. Okay. For yarn types, yarn fiber types, would you FMK, cotton, linen, and acrylic? They definitely all have their... For sure. But I feel, I feel like you could probably guess mine though. <laughs> You're going to marry cotton. Correct. You're going to one night stand linen. Correct. <laughs> and you will kill acrylic. Yay! Kelsey for the win. <laughs> You want to try to guess mine? I feel like yours are going to be similar, but switched. So linen's going to be your Mary. Cotton's going to be your one night stand and acrylic's going to be your kill. You got it. Yep. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) I think I like linen just a little bit differently than cotton. Although there is a lot that can be done with cotton. Very much so. And kind of, to me, it's almost a different medium a little bit in the way that it forms rather than being, at, you know, how it's not as, it's not as stretchy. It, sometimes it almost feels like a plasticky feel to it. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely more of a bend than a fold, I guess. I don't know if that makes any sense. All right. So I did some would you rathers. Um, so if you could only use one type of stitch marker, would you only use the circles or the hooks that can undo? I would do the hooks that you can undo because then you can actually use them to hold things, to mark your place on things and on a needle. Me too. But the circle ones just slip so nicely. I know. (laughs) And they're often really cute. Yeah. Would you rather use DPNs or magic loop? Or knit flat and then seam. And you'd have to do this forever. It's one or the other. So you're saying you like, so in the round or flat, essentially is mm-hmm. what you're saying. Yes. In the round. In the round. Same. 
Maybe because, these were too easy, but no, they're still fun. It's something different <laughs> um, because you know it, you can work a lot of things sort of flat in the round as well. That's true. Yeah, if, if I could still make a lot of the same things, it just might be thicker, or I might be using a light, lighter base. Right. <laughs> um so this is kind of similar to the previous ones but would you rather would you rather have to knit without stitch markers forever or always have to laugh? knit without stitch markers I want to say that but I'd be scared I'd love I, my stitch I knit without <laughs> them quite frequently and so it doesn't scare me nice. I'm, I'm a, bit of a risk me. bit of a risk taker in some of these things <laughs> but that gives you a willingness to grow more faster than me who was like oh I need a stitch marker I'm just gonna make a dishcloth instead <laughs> you know what like there are definitely times where I'm I'm still going oh this would be much better with stitch markers well, that's when I <laughs> add the stitch markers in but I will say that's how I've picked up on you know reading my knitting as well as I have is when they haven't been available right and it's like oh you have to figure out okay what was I doing where definitely not saying stitch markers are a bad thing. They're in fact a wonderful, useful tool and use them how you need them. I love them. <laughs> uh, so I got some a biking question. Would you rather bike over oh, a hey. log? Did you oh, did sorry. you say you didn't answer that one, did you? Oh, that's true. I uh, I guess I would still I would choose without stitch markers, but I would be nervous. <laughs> I don't I don't like seeming if I don't have to. And unless there's like a structural benefit, then yes, I will see. But otherwise, I'd rather for garments and such. Um, yeah, bike question. Would you rather bike over a log or between tight trees? This one for me is easy. Between tight trees. Because I can't <gasps> get myself over the log. <laughs> You're talking like, I can't get myself over the log, meaning I can't get my bike up three inches. Logs. Yeah, I kind of like plow over them. It's never graceful. <laughs> well, and it's one and then thing every once in a while it will be, and then I'm like, "What did I do? Like, how did that work? How do I do it again?" <laughs> I will say, I I tried um, on my gravel bike the other day, just like going down something where I had the right momentum pulling up on my handlebars, and okay. it would have gotten me over a decent log. Nice. Like, oh, that's pretty fun. So I just need to practice. I don't like the tight tree. I don't like they can be evil. I have hit a few of them. Never really badly, but didn't you say someone didn't something happen the other night not too long ago? The trees? Yeah, I kind of I hit like some skinnier ones and then I kind of bounced back and forth a little <laughs> between a bunch of skinny ones, but I, it was fine. It just was not enjoyable. Gotcha. But I didn't I didn't fall, I stopped. I don't, I don't like that feeling of, am I going to make it? Oh, I did. <laughs> Good job. And I, like everyone's the group is like, actually, you'll start to like those. Cause it's like a steering challenge. And I'm like, no, no, nope, I don't nope, think so. Uh, I think I'm good. <laughs> Would you rather give up beer or coffee? Oh, coffee. Because you can still get the flavor of coffee and beer. <laughs> you found a loophole. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> i will also say coffee oh no i lost oh no now you're back now okay okay so you're also saying coffee yes i'm also saying coffee uh because the like joy of like having a really good ipa on a patio i would say that outweighs yeah. the morning brew 
Mm-hmm. I love coffee. Though. Mm-hmm. Oh, we kind of talked about this already. What we is your did. unicorn project? It's my Hito Fude. And you're doing it. And I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, right. So I will have to find a, a, a new unicorn project once this is done. Yeah. If this becomes our annual thing, you'll have to. Oh, for you'll have sure. No by the laws of the FMK fun episode. That means the octopus is probably next. Oh, I just saw someone finish that on Reddit. Oh, I love that sweater. And it so seems cool. to be that like the graphic sweater thing is like all the rage again, right? It's awesome. And like I need to find some good color for it. How how it like wraps around the whole shirt. It's so it's so cool. I'll have to see what Maddie has for yarn. Maybe on her uh or her Patreon will just end up getting the perfect colors. There we go. I'll just put it out <laughs> there. I'm going to knit this out of your yarn, Maddie. What are the best colors going to be? Uh, my unicorn project is the swan, which was actually a knit along shawl uh, years oh, ago. Really? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a free pattern. It's, and it's, um, you can do it with or without beads. It's a lot of lace knitting. I, have I definitely want to try it. it. It's coming. I have the yarn. Oh, yeah, yeah, you just said that. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got yarn for it. I just need to do it. <laughs> and then, see, I did, since I did listen to, it was episode 24, uh, which we recorded 8-18-2021. Um, some of the FMKs we did was stitches, fibers, and weights, if we wanted to do those. Sure, we can. Okay. Um, so what what are your stitches? Hmm. Stitches that, let's see. All open-ended. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. I will kill center double decreases <laughs> only because some people do them one way and other people do it another way. And let's just get on a consensus. Um, however, I really like them and how they look. Um, one night stand yarn overs because they're fun to do things with. You can make, um, not just increases, but holes or, you know, lots of different can add interest to your project. And then a Mary um, Sakonet, just plain old. My answer is very, very. So yes, with the yarn over for the same reasons. Just so fun. You could do so much with it. Um, and then I'm definitely marrying the knit stitch. Um, except for I'm killing bobbles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> They're um, annoying. I have avoided a couple projects because of them. <laughs> And yeah, I, I probably should do more of them just to experience the different styles. I don't like that's so perfectly that's okay. <laughs> we did kind of do fibers already. Do we want to do it again open-ended or call it good? Um, why don't we go ahead and do it open-ended? All right. I have to because I just wrote a bunch that down that I knew were fibers and then <laughs> and I spelled linen wrong. But, um Hmm. I wouldn't marry BFL. I was fascinating. Oh, I really find Targi fascinating. For Kill, it's it's still acrylic, even though I will knit with it absolutely low quality acrylic graphics. How about you? What's your kill? I had one spinning wise that I wasn't a big fan of, but now I can't remember what it was. Hmm. My kill, I'm gonna go with squeaky acrylic. It just eats my hands. So I gave Caitlin most of it. I don't know how much of that is like really squeaky acrylic, but some of it is. Enjoy. <laughs> I will, because it's going to be perfect. My 
one night stand would be like an alpaca silk blend. How's that? Something like that's it. like luscious and drapey. And, <laughs> and then I think I might marry, uh, yeah, maybe BFL or Polworth. They're both kind of soft and wonderful. Sorry, kind of freaked out. I thought I messed up. But <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> I forgot what Gardner looks like. Don't worry about uh, that. That's okay. That's a hard one, right? <laughs> um. Okay. So let's see. I have to pick by one night stand yarn. I was kind of leaning towards alpaca too because I really did enjoy those hats, but it's also kind of tricky the way it behaves. Yes. So it can be a bit devastating the day after or the day the object. <laughs> if you're not aware of how it's going to hang out, how it's going to play then it can be devastating um my last one is yarn weights Um, our last one this was from our i think i will still wed fingering weight because it seems to be my go-to for a lot of things okay but i will one night stand the living daylights out of dk (laughs) it comes in a close second because I've just really come to enjoy that weight. And it gives a lot of the same benefits of, you know, worsted without being as bulky. Yeah. Which leads right to the one that I would kill and that's bulky. (laughs) Or like the super bulky, I guess. The super big thick stuff that is bigger than my finger that I don't want to deal with. I'm similar, but just um, up a little. So, well, no, I'm flipped. I I think worsted is my jam. Yeah. I, think I'm, I think I'm marrying um, but I also really love DK and I'm very comfortable knitting DK but it's also like a push for me to get DK projects done so I think that's going to be my one night stand and yeah right with you roving yarn that's like thicker than my fingers that's just no good it's kind of a little ridiculous a little much yeah and it just keeps coming back like I thought like our, we we're all past it and then another project comes out where someone's like look at this, this I'm like, like no. hey no <laughs> um yeah I think that's what we got that's pretty fun though yeah I would say so it's it fun to think of it now because I I feel like I ha- I still have a little more knowledge like I have so much to learn still but I feel like I have more sophistication in my answering <laughs> you've had more growth and experience with it you've gotten yourself a little more into it gonna keep learning yes um, i think for bike stuff this week i don't have anything because I, I had my pedals okay um you got any bike stuff um i talked about the couple of things i want to put a plug in here for some chamois butter Ooh, but, what's that? um okay so chamois butter is um a cream that you can put on your bike shorts kind of in there you know your bits area the seat part that you know hits the um bike saddle and if you're getting kind of some chafing or it's a little doesn't slide you have a little bit of irritation it allows for a little bit of lubrication oh so is it like a vaseline but more kind yes. of yep okay cool and they make different kind of versions they've got like um a women's ph balance version and like a euro style that it has a witch hazel in it with a cooling sensation Ooh. and yeah, I really like that one. I also really like the women's one. Um, so yeah, that's my recommendation. Handy tip. As cool. It comes in very handy, especially if you're doing longer distances. Um, 
or, you know, you're getting into it, you're getting used to things, maybe things don't feel quite right, but yeah, I'll be using some of that this week. So yeah, I have some spots sometimes where I'm like, Ooh, yeah, I have know, that little extra there. Sometimes you, you just need that little extra lubrication, that little extra ease to your movement, make things a little more comfortable. So yeah, that that's what I've got this week. Cut down, just remember it for myself. Shammy better. Okay. Um, got any IRLs tonight? IRLs. Um, I kind of already touched on it, but I guess I might as well throw it out there. The, the kind of the lesson I've learned from my week is that it was okay to be wrong. Sometimes we mis- make mistakes and we find ourselves either doing, doing one of two things, covering up our mistake or owning up to our mistakes. And sometimes it's just simply better to own up to our mistake. Often you're going to have a lot more respect shown to you up shown to you for doing it, and it can go a long ways. And it really doesn't matter what situation you're in, whether it's, you know, I made a mistake at work, I did something wrong. I'm just gonna tell my boss I did this wrong. I did that today for a fact. I made a simple silly mistake, wasted her time, said, you know what, I'm very sorry, I did this wrong. Thank you. And we went on. Whereas you know, you go to cover it up, that they're going to lose trust in you. They're going to find out that you lied. They're not going to want to work with you. And so what you can take from that is just, you know, you admit when you're wrong, it's okay to be wrong, but then take what you've learned and how, figure out how to correct yourself and how to be the better person. I love that. Thank you. That, that was just a big takeaway from my last week. I had the experience to be in a situation where I was being mentored on my job and I was helped helping to mentor newer people who do, who are doing my job. Cool. Yes. It was so awesome. So to be able to pass on what I know, but also be able to learn from others. Often we don't give enough credit to the people that are, you know, less experienced than us. We can learn so much from them, even if it's simply how to love something again so yeah that's beautiful that's what I got how about you I can't top that that was that was really (laughs) beautiful Kelsey I think that's that's really awesome and something I will definitely strive to in my life very cool very cool well Kelsey that all the things you can find us on Facebook Instagram and on tapped as gravelnets our website is gravelnets.com you can email us at gravelnets at gmail.com. Please support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash gravelnets. You can find me, Kelsey, on Ravelry and Instagram as Bikes Brews Use. And every once in a while, I still post on Untapped as Kelsey J. And you can find me, Caitlin, on Ravelry and Instagram as Caitlin and Lloyd. Please message us to let us know what you'd like us to talk about. And we love to hear what you think of the show. If you like the podcast, share it with a friend. Gravel Nuts. <clears throat> Gravel Nuts believes everyone deserves to be included and loved, regardless of who you love, beliefs, color, size, your gender, or whatever else makes you you. Please keep in mind that we are human, and we all, while we are trying to educate ourselves, there is always more to learn, and any critiques are deeply appreciated. Yay! Woohoo! Yeah!